Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you are at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining today's Hope Along the Journey podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Cravens. I'm your podcast host, and it's a joy to welcome you today as we share in what I believe is going to be a a really great podcast interview with Jen Kokel. Jen, welcome to today's Hope Along the Journey podcast. Hey, thanks, Mark. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to be with you. my listeners may or may not know this, but uh, it's not been that long ago. I was a guest on your podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. For those of yeah. you who don't know Jen, Jen is a professional writer. She is an illustrator, a podcaster, a designer. She is the founder of P40 Ministries, which she will tell you a little bit more about. And she is helping a lot of people as they discover their calling and as they draw closer to God. As I said, she's the host of the P40 Ministries podcast, which is a daily biblical podcast that is meant to help listeners grow in their purpose by building a consistent Bible reading routine in their life. And on the podcast, again, which I was a was privileged to be on once with Jen. She discusses Scripture related in a, in a very warm and humorous way and in a practical way for those who listen. So again, Jen, welcome uh, to the podcast today, and we're glad you're here. Tell us, our listeners a little bit more about it, maybe even something like we don't know. Like, I just found out a while ago that you were an illustrator. I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, is there anything else we need to know? Like you played trombone in high school or, I mean, what else (laughs) is there to know about you, Jen? Um, Well, I'm actually also an assistant worship leader. Um, My, the people who listen to my podcast do know that I'm uh, the assistant worship leader at my church and um, I play piano and I can play a little bit of guitar, but I don't like to, and I sing. So that's a little fact about myself. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I remember yeah. you did share that with me, but thanks for sharing that with our listeners. So uh, we want to get right into it because there's a lot of wonderful things I, I know we want to discuss on the podcast today, but I'd like to begin by maybe, Jen, if you could tell a little bit of the of your life and your walk with Christ and how this ministry came to become part of who you are and what you do today. Right. So about, let's see, how long has it been now? About three, two or three years ago, it was in 2019 that I started working at this factory. And uh, everybody told me, Jen, don't get into engineering. (laughs) You do not have the mindset for it. And they said, don't get into it. And I completely did not listen. I was a very different person back then. I was, um, honestly, I was a very lazy person. I was a very lukewarm Christian. I didn't um, care much for church or for uh, serving in the church or anything like that. Uh, I was not the assistant worship leader back then. Um, So I was like, you know what? I just got fired from my job as a hairdresser because I I did. Mm 
<laughs> for being late too often. Okay. And so I was like, you know what? I need a completely new change of career. Mm-hmm. So I started going into, well, I started, actually, I started going to school. I went back to college for engineering and I was like, this is going to be great. You know, this is exactly what I want to do with my life. Cause my husband, he, he's kind of in that field. And I, I thought, Hey, you know what? He does it. Maybe I can do it too. So I started going to school and I was going to school full time and I needed a job very badly because I had already mm-hmm. paid for my schooling at mm-hmm. that time. And so I found the only job mildly related to manufacturing and engineering. And I started working there and it was mm-hmm. at that factory. And so I was stuck at this factory job. Mark, I hated it. I hated it so much. I was working 40 hours a week. And then at night I was working, or I'm sorry, I was going to school full time at night. So I had no time for myself because over the weekend I was doing my homework and doing different uh, things for work. And it was just such a pain in the neck. And uh, I mean, there were so many different issues that were happening as well. At the same time, I was, um, I had this shoulder issue. I got diagnosed with like a, a problem in my shoulder and then I was getting migraines every single day related to that. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, my husband and I fighting constantly cause I, I, I blamed him, which I shouldn't have, but I blamed my husband at the time yeah. for yeah. the situation that I had gotten myself into <laughs> with mm-hmm. getting fired from my last job as a hairdresser. And then um, transitioning into this engineering job, I blamed him because he was an engineer and, you know, and so. (laughs) It didn't sound like you were in a very healthy place. Oh, no, no, I was a very unhealthy person, um, actually, both physically and mentally, honestly. And Mm -hmm. uh, the but later on, as I, I was doing this job, you know, I was completely stuck in it. I because I had to pay for schooling. I had already paid for it. I was stuck doing all of that schooling Mm -hmm. and I had to pay for it. So I was just stuck in this career. And so I'm looking for other careers and, you know, I was angry at everybody. I was angry at my husband. I was angry at myself. I was angry at God. I was just a very angry, horrible person at that time. And so, um, and so, uh, basically what happened was because I was stuck at this job, I was so, I switched my anger from my husband to at God, because I was like, you know what, God, I've been a Christian for so many years. How could you let me go through with this? How could, you know, you stick me in this position and and make me stuck here? Because I was, I was applying for job after job, Mark. And I'm I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. I got no responses nothing. And this was for several months. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I know where this is going, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yes. So finally, I remember it was February 15th. I remember I was just crying my mm-hmm. eyes out to God, February 15th, 2019. And I was just so angry at him. I was at the point where I wasn't even believing he was real. And I didn't want my you know, I didn't want to get to that point. And mm-hmm. looking back at it, I should never have gotten to that point because God has been there with me my entire life. That That's right. Mm-hmm. A, a minor setback should never have made my faith be so weak that I can't, you know, I can't remember who God is mm-hmm. and that he's always there for me. So I remember just sitting there crying and, you know, asking God, like, are you there? Are you there? And it was funny because after that, I got these little confirmations just here and here and there that God really was there for me. Mm-hmm. It was very odd. It was kind of like God was like qu- quietly speaking to me. 
and I can't really explain it. Um, but towards the middle of 2019 and towards the end of it, I finally surrendered to God. So this was almost a year of just complete not surrendering my life and just anger and um, having a horrible, horrible relationship with my husband through all this and just all sorts of other things. And finally, I was super bored at my job and I started listening to audiobooks to help me get through the day because I was allowed to put my headphones on, do my job and listen to stuff. So I bought an audiobook version of the Bible which was a dramatized version of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go through the whole Bible. And that was when my faith changed drastically was when I listened to the Bible completely as a book. And I listened to that Bible in a month. I got through the entire yeah. Bible mm-hmm. listening to it in a month. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, just under four weeks. And um my, my faith changed completely because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, the God of the Old Testament, like God, the father is merciful and loving and caring toward his people. And I had grown up believing that God, the father was mean. And I'm not the only person that believes that there's many people, I think, that believe that God, the father, the God of the Old Testament is a mean God that just strikes people dead all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to, yeah, let's pause there for just a second, because I know one of the things we talked about when when I was with you on the podcast was about how moved you were through the study of the Old Testament, mm-hmm. especially as you began to discover that God is not short-tempered or quick-tempered, but is extremely merciful, gracious, right. and His mercy is higher than the heavens in the Old Testament. Why do you think that is that we, that you, and like you said, a lot of people, because I teach Old Testament, and, and I've seen this again and again, so many young freshmen come in with the concept that the Old Testament God is full of wrath, quick to wrath, but Jesus is all mercy and love. Why do you think we have that concept? You know, I think a lot of it is we only read little portions of the scripture here and there. Mm-hmm. And I, and we see stuff like, you know, we hear the Bible stories as a kid of, of the flood and right. different ways where God of the old, you know, God, the father was showing his, his wrath. But then we, we skip all the other parts where it's like God was showing mercy after mercy, after mercy, after mercy mm-hmm. to his people. I mean, if you mm-hmm. read judges, if you read that book, you will see how merciful God is yes. over and over and over mm-hmm. for generations. He's constantly yes. rescuing his people who are just doing terrible, terrible things. But we don't learn the book of Judges. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's not taught. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not taught. And, and nobody hardly ever stands up and says, oh, I've just been so blessed reading through the book of Judges recently. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's right. They, you know, they fall into apostasy and disobedience and the worship of idols, mm-hmm. and then they're overtaken by their nations, and then they repent and call on God. Right. He sends them a deliverer, and yes. then, you know what, in no time they're right back in the same old mess again. Right. And yet God just keeps coming back and being gracious again and again and again. Yeah, and there's a verse in Judges that I remember listening to it on the audiobook, and I've read it a few times since then, 
I just think it's so funny where um, I, th- I don't remember what chapter it was in, in Judges. It was towards the middle, but it says that the people cried out to God and God was like almost kind of sick of hearing them cry. So at that point he did <laughs> bring a deliverer because <laughs> he mm-hmm. was so tired of hearing them cry to him when he was just like, you know, you've been crying to me so many times over and over and over and I keep rescuing you, but you keep doing the same old thing. But -hmm. at that time he was, he was slightly irritated, but he's like, you know what, because I'm, I don't want to hear you cry anymore. I'm still going to deliver you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's, and I don't, I don't mean, I think this is just from a human perspective. Okay. This is not God, but it's almost like God cannot keep from being merciful because Mm -hmm. he's just, that's just who he is by nature that he the slightest just the slightest move toward god in repentance or remorse just always seems to get god's full attention in in remarkable ways right yeah i believe so, it yeah so you started listening to this let's get back to this this story because you started listening to the bible and getting through it in a month's time and and how many times do you think you listened to it through in those early days how many times did you say? Yeah, did you listen to it through it two or three times, or how many times did you listen through it? No, Bible? you know what? I I listened through it completely from start to finish one time, mm-hmm. but since then I have been um, going through and looking at different portions of scripture, kind of like the way I think most people do, where where they just read passages. Mm-hmm. So I think since then I've. I've probably read through the Bible maybe one other time, mm-hmm. but um, with that audiobook version, it just really opened up yeah. my be- I can't ex- exactly explain it, but mm-hmm. it was just different. I had a different yeah. kind of faith where I just believed so strongly in the God of the Old Testament, more so than I think I ever had before. Mm-hmm. Because at, up until that time period, I was only praying to Jesus. As, as odd as that might sound. And I think a lot of people do that as well. Right. right. And, but it, even Jesus says to play, it says to pray our mm-hmm. father who is in heaven, hallowed mm-hmm. be your name. So Jesus tells us to pray to the father as well. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with praying to Jesus. He is God as well, but you know, we need to have that relationship as well with the father that That's Jesus. Right. That's right was believed was so important because he was always getting away to pray to his father. He mm-hmm. believed in that kind of uh, relationship that it was important to have mm-hmm. with God, the father. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, Jen. And, and your life so illustrates what Paul says in Romans ten seventeen that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people want faith to believe God. And know they need more faith to believe God. But the missing part is the part you discovered, and that is that faith comes out. It comes by hearing, and that hearing is through the Word of God. Yeah. yeah. yeah How transforming. So I guess that then naturally kind of led you in the direction of P40 ministry. So tell us right. a little bit about how this kind of led you in this direction for your life. Well, the the version of the Bible that I had listened to was from the New King James Version. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in a church that was KJV only. So um, I grew up kind of understanding that old language a little bit. But towards the end of my time at the factory, 
you know, my faith grew very strong and, um, I, I started believing God. I started, uh, actually serving at my church, which as, as odd as this sounds, serving is transformative. <laughs> and, and, and you wouldn't think You're that right. serving, it, it is. And you wouldn't think that serving is enjoyable, you know, because it's the word serving. It's, you know, people don't think of it as, as being fun to like give your time in that way and not get paid. And, but it is transformative and it is so enjoyable. So on top of going to school full-time and working full-time, I started going to my church on Sundays and I started serving in, mm-hmm. and really trying to do stuff. So I was stretched so thin during that time period, but that was when my faith really started to grow. And That's I great. started um, just really believing in God. Mm-hmm. And my faith was just made new. But anyway, uh, towards the end, God, it, it's long story short, God finally got me out of that job. And he did it in the most fantastic way you could possibly think of. Um, he got me out of that job. I started working at a different place. I, I started working at a Montessori school. And I was a house parent. But I was only a house parent for, I think, a little over a month before COVID hit. I got laid off. And I had all this time all of a sudden. I had I, I had nothing to do. <laughs> so I started P40 Ministries, and it was something that was on my heart for a long time. It was something I really, really wanted to do. I did have uh, blogs before in the past, but this was something different. I just I knew I needed to go in this direction and I wanted to. So I started P40 Ministries because I had all this time. I was no longer going mm-hmm. to school. I decided, you know what, engineering's not for me, just like people said it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I finally took their advice after a year. And did so, anybody did anybody tell you I told you so, or, or were they kind and nobody said that? Everyone was kind and no one said that. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew but they, I were know they were thinking it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, they were thinking it for sure. So yeah, oh. but everybody was very nice to me. They yeah. knew what I was I was going through. But um, so so you know, I had all this time all of a sudden. And uh, I started P40 Ministries. And um, at that point, I just, I knew I needed to bring people the Bible the same way Mm -hmm. that I had been brought it through that dramatized version that I had listened to. But I wanted this to be for people who may never have picked up a Bible before in their entire lives. Because like I said, the the version I listened to was the NKJV. So still kind of the old English version. Mm-hmm. kind of thing going on there. And I wanted it to be for people, anybody, that anybody could listen to this and, and start hearing it and mm-hmm. believing in it. Mm-hmm. And so I started P40 Ministries and I I think um, actually August 14th will be a year that I've been doing this podcast That's and great. I'm going through the entire Bible. Mm-hmm. So on um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I do an Old Testament episode and I just break it down very simplistically. Mark was mm-hmm. on one of the podcast episodes with me and uh, he did a great job. And And we talked about, I think it was Exodus uh, 12 we talked about. I yeah, think the Passover. Was. Yes, mm-hmm. the Passover. And we break it down simplistically so that anybody can hear it and, and understand it. And then people have a, a good concept of what the Passover was and the historical context behind it and just what God was doing with that particular, uh, you know, Passover celebration. So I do that so that people can hear the Bible and just really understand it and get that belief the same way mm-hmm. that I did. 
So that is how P40 Ministries started. That's great. What's, can you share like some of the feedback, some of the results that you've seen? Have you, and again, I don't want you to break any confidentiality, but just in general, what's some of the feedback or what's some of the things you're hearing from those who are regularly daily listening? You know, I get a lot of people that tell me, um, you know, that the podcast episode that you aired today just touched me mm, and yeah. uh, I was able to get past, um, you know, something that I've been holding on to or, or something like that. And I do know that there's a few people now that listen, um, that I know personally that, uh, have a much better understanding of the old Testament than they ever have before. And the other funny thing I noticed is my old Testament episodes actually get more viewers and I'm sorry, more listeners than my Mm -hmm. new Testament episodes do, which I did not expect at all because everybody wants to read the New Testament. No one wants to read the Old Testament. But I think people are kind of craving understanding of the Old Testament. And that is something right. I've noticed is, is people have a deeper, the people I know that, that pers- personally that listen have a deeper understanding of the Old Testament. And I'm getting more listens on the days mm-hmm. that I air Old, mm-hmm. Old Testament mm-hmm. episodes. So I yeah. think that's and I think you're. We said you may have said this earlier, I believe, or at least alluded to it. I think a, there were a lot of people that grew up with. A, there wasn't a lot of Old Testament preaching or Old Testament teaching. Mm-hmm. Some people were even made to believe that the Old Testament really doesn't have anything to say to us today, right, exactly. as New Testament mm-hmm. believers. But if my my, if you don't have the Old Testament, number one, there's a lot of the New Testament you're not going to understand. True. Mm-hmm. Because the types and shadows and the foundation of what happened when Jesus came preaching the kingdom all takes place in the Old Testament. Right. And and then and then too, if you don't have that Old Testament foundation, again, then your concept of God, you've got a lot of missing pieces in understanding really who God is and how he relates and reveals himself to mm-hmm. mankind. Yeah. So that's a beautiful thing that that you're doing, and I, and I, Jen, I'm so proud of you, and I'm so thankful for what you're doing. Tell us a little bit about the book that you have written. So I wrote a book called Out of the Mire, and it is based on the two verses from Psalm 40, verses one and two, which it says, "God brought me out of the mud and the mire and set my feet on solid ground." And those are my life verses because that is exactly what God did for me. Amen. And um, so I w- wrote this book. It's primarily for women because I, I specialize in uh, in teaching women. I'm part of uh, women's ministry and, and different things. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's made for women that may be going through hopelessness, depression, uh, purposelessness, and have these negative feelings where... Um, God can and will bring people out of the mire and set their feet on solid ground like he did for me. And so it's based on the life of Joseph, actually, where God, uh, you know, used Joseph's situation in such mighty and wonderful ways in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. So I I just, I love the Old Testament. (laughs) (laughs) I I kind of picked up on that. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. So so Jen, we're going to wrap things up, and if just a few moments here, I want to I want you to give out some of your information and where sure. people can, can follow you and where they can get your book. But let let's let's take this if we could somehow imagine ourselves sitting at a at a coffee shop somewhere at a Starbucks or Panera or somewhere, 
and somebody looks across and says, you know what, Jen, I envy you. You, you seem to have a close walk with God. You have a love for the Word of God. Uh, you know, your, your faith seems to be back on track and growing. My faith still seems like it's in shambles. Jen, where do I start? What, what, what do I do? Could, could you kind of just step into that coffee shop conversation with that person who really is like clueless, but they mm-hmm. know they need to get their, they need to get out of the mire. Mm-hmm. They need to get back on the pathway where they know God has a hope and a future for them. What right. would you What would you say to that person? I would say to start with prayer. Because that's where it started with me. When my faith was in shambles like that, I started with a just a heartfelt prayer on February 15th. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at that point, I think God, and I mean, God was always revealing himself to me. Yes, I just, yes. I was unable to see it because I had no faith. That's That's really what it was. But once I really gave that heartfelt prayer, and said, God, I, I need you. Are you there? You know, I started seeing him because I was looking for it at that point. Yes, right, <laughs> I right. needed, to, yeah. So I think I think it just starts with prayer and just being open to receive God in a sense, like being open to mm-hmm. see him mm-hmm. and where he's working in your life. That's That's, that's where I think it starts. Yes. I, I make I, I, Verses are going through my mind. I think about how many times in the Psalms, David just simply says it this way, that I cried mm-hmm. unto the Lord. Right. And I think sometimes there is a point where the prayer we need to pray is probably going to sound more like a call for help, mm-hmm. a crying out to God. Psalmist David said, this poor man cried to the Lord, right. and the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all his trouble. And I think that you're absolutely right, Jen. It a lot of times I think is where it needs to start is we just need to get to the point where we're so desperate yep. that we're willing to cry out, willing to yes. cry out and just say, Here I am. I think of when you're talking about doubts, I think about when Simon Peter was sinking when he was walking on the water to go to Jesus and he looked around and began to doubt. He cried he just simply cried out, Lord, save me. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That was a life that was a life saving prayer. Yes, it because was. Because the Lord immediately stretched out. And you know, even my, even my, uh, my two favorite verses, Psalm 41 and two, which my entire ministry is based off of Mm -hmm. P40 ministries. The very first verse starts with, I cried to the Lord. Amen. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, we could just go on and on now. I, man, I, I, I remember a man I pastored one time, Jen, let me just share you this, share this with you before we wrap up, who told me, he said, Mark, I, I, I reached such a deep dark place in my life that I felt like there was no hope. And they said, I went out to my barn and I shut the door and I just literally cried out to God. And he said, God heard me there in the barn that day. Mm -hmm. And God began to show me the way out of my hopelessness and despair. Yeah, that's beautiful, Jen. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Okay, let's get get some important information here so people can follow you. So why don't you give us like your podcast, your website, and then how to get your book? Sure. So my podcast is called P40 Ministries based on Psalm 40, P40 Ministries. And you can find that anywhere. I think it's on pretty much any listening platform, mm-hmm. uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. But um, my website is also just called 
p40ministries.com and you can go there. And my website has a lot of resources that will link you to the books that I've written, um, including the Out of the Mire book that I just came out with in, I think it was May. I, was it May? I think it was. <laughs> and you can also get the book Out of the Mire if you're going through anything that uh, mm-hmm. I talked about today with Mark. Um, you can find that on Amazon and it's available there. Uh, but you can, oh, and you can also find me actually on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I was getting ready to yes. say, and on Facebook, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I think you also on Instagram? I am not on Instagram, Instagram okay. no, um, but I'm on Facebook um, and uh, I'm also on LinkedIn as well. Yes, great. Yes. All right, Jen, thank you so much. God bless you. Thank and you. And listeners, thank you for listening today. And and please swing by and, and get better acquainted with Jen through social media and connect with her. And before we go, I just want to remind you, as I always do at the end of the podcast, and I say this and mean this from the depths of my heart, that Jesus Christ is truly the hope of the world. If you look to Jesus, he will help you to find hope along the journey. God bless you, and thank you for listening today. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to know more about Hope Along the Journey, or if you would like to make a donation to show your support and appreciation for this ministry, then visit our website at hopealongthejourney.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for more Hope Along the Journey.